Good evening and welcome to episode 128 for Schneidscast on Saturday, June 12th, 2021. Welcome, this is Bob. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick Bader, Corey Seleski, and our special guest for this episode, Mr. James Krabby Pappas. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Please join us here every weekend. And you can find us, uh, if you're looking afterward for the high-def audio-only version, you can find us and stream us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and even Audible, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube at Schnozcast. And if email's more your thing, you can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com. So, this episode got off to a bit of a rocky start with some technical issues that resulted in the loss of the first 10 minutes of audio. So, I'm here to ease you in. No worries. So, let's take a listen to our heroes who were well down the road to a conversation with a passing comment about pup plugs by Corey. And if that doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what will. So, here we go. All right. So, uh, <laughs> the shocker line. Did I ever finish the intro? I feel uh, like I, I don't might think have. you did. I feel like I was close. Oh, that's right. You said we got a call on the shocker line, but Nick said it was all advertising. Yeah, it was an advertisement, but it did work, so that's positive. So if you wanna, if you wanna text six one eight shocker, surprisingly, after all the the butt plug stuff, I, I would understand <laughs> if you don't want to, but if you do, six one eight shocker will release uh, a secret sound. Cut Kyrie's mic real quick. He's got to he's got to make an adjustment. If I cut his mic, I'm cutting your mic. Oh, shit. God damn it. Oh, I'm Which a, I don't have any problem with I know. Doing. We're both That's okay fine. with yeah. that. Go, so go, is that go. number... Th- Actually, you know what? Go ahead. Because- <laughs> sorry, was, you're gone. That was it. I'm sorry. So, Bob. God, I've been waiting for this moment for so long. Oh, you know what we could do? We can swap the segments, and we can go into a little mixtape mashup. I don't know what that means. That is the music trivia section that you were going to do. Uh, oh, that's what you called it? Yeah, because uh, at the... Whoa, 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 whoa. At, at the lack you just turned Italian? Other, what just happened there? Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, because... Uh, the the lack of any other sort of title, I had to come by up with something. By the way, I apologize to any Italian out there, because that was the worst possible Italian by both no, of us. No, that was pretty accurate. We played it kind of loose. Yeah. Typically. There, there weren't any, uh, let's say, Italian meatball so- shop owners that, that would sound like that, but we, we approximated it. As you said. Uh, yeah, we can do the uh, the mixtape mashup if you want. Okay. It'll just be you and me starting, but we could definitely do that. You know that song, uh, I used to always think it was, You and I, I promise <laughs> to love, but it's actually here and now. <laughs> Is it? For years. For years. my, my buddy For t- the entire time I've known you. it's My buddy Tony and I used to always sing, you and I, I promise to love faithful. You, but you it's have here inadvertently and serenaded me with that song for ever <laughs> yes. since I've known you. I like it better as you and I. Well, let's just keep it. it but it's <laughs> we can keep it together. No, no, I, I say keep it the way it is. We're less likely to run into copyright infringement. Yeah. We're not using the, the, the proper words. Yeah. You good? Is that the way you're, it's being used right now, the way Nick just sang it? Well, that's the way we're using it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as he sang it, I was like, I like it way better like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. It, this, this whole episode is already a win in my book. <laughs> that's it. Good night. Good night, Thanks for having me again. I appreciate <laughs> You've it. Been You've been good. You've been good, people. <laughs> so this is a segment that we've uh, done a couple of times, once to great effect and once when I did it to not such great effect. So Nick is going to run this. I'm going to step aside, as which really should happen. But uh, this is 
This is um, focused on music. Uh, I think when we did it before, it was uh, we, we looked at uh, the top 50 songs of 1991. And I think of this year, this, this episode... <laughs> This episode, I'm going to just keep on talking and uh, and hope that Nick comes back to do this. But maybe we'll take a slight detour. Corey, you have your audio back, do you not? Yes, I do. All right. Well, let's 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 pivot a bit. We'll take a, a stop here, and we're gonna we're gonna pivot back to the segment that we were gonna start with, which was the the, the beloved. So this week's Funko segment brought to you by Corey Seleski. Uh Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to bring you Funko this in one second. <laughs> did uh, I take you by surprise? You did. And you, Nothing dude, took me by okay, surprise hey, more than the segment I was going to do. No, that no. It was driven by Nick who decided that he needed to leave. But hang on. Here, and and here, here was the other issue. Yeah. Um, no audio? I think you and I should just act out the first uh, scene of Goodfellas right here. Ever since I can remember, I wanted to be a gangster. I got the first scene. I don't have. I don't have. The, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think I can have the dialogue. I should now. have picked a different. Okay. Yeah. Um, What's that mean? I'm funny. Now that I could roll. Oh, we're jumping forward. That All I right. could roll. Yeah, I could. So how many? How many? I could mo- not go chronological. How many movies do you think that you could recite the entire script? Zero. Zero. But I mean, a lot of it, but not. Yeah, I couldn't go the entire script. A lot of Pulp Fiction, a lot of Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Can are you look? talking about for, for memory or like you, if you were watching it, could you like say it along with the characters? I couldn't do the whole thing, but I mean, yeah, it would be a lot of it I could do. Okay. Yeah. Hang on before we go, though. Yeah. Do I need to have, we're not live or anything right now, right? So we wish we were live. I don't have any, uh, what's the, because uh, you texted me about what my favorite year for Music was. Oh, so is there something you're gonna do here that I need to know, or you want to catch me off guard with? No, it? we were gonna. So we've done this segment, like I said, we did in like 1991. We did like the top 50 songs, the Billboard, I think. No, maybe it was Rolling Stone list. And for everybody out there, oh, sorry, the two people who were kind enough to point out that our audio was dog shit. Thanks for sticking with us and helping us work through the problem. Love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> You light up my life. <laughs> I almost made Krabby spit out his makers. Oh, God. <laughs> to hear about a Corey's butt plug and have you sing that song on the same episode. Oh, he, oh. Actually, he sings it to me when he puts it in. It's oh. com- comedy gold. I have to take another shower in there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where it happens. <laughs> that's why I put it in, in the shower. Actually, that's not a shower. That's just lube that comes out of it. Oh. <laughs> So right now we're just waiting to hear the verdict from the kitchen from Nick Bader as to whether or not we sound better than we did before. Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Any input? Nick Bader. Oh, hold that's never a good sign. It sounded serious, I can't yeah. even find Facebook. The app has disappeared from my phone. The stream has gone. <laughs> <laughs> this all happened in the last twenty minutes? I don't know, but I feel like I've got some uh, ice cold fireball just sitting here. That's you do dying for me to do something with it. So, uh, Corey, you got some? I do not. Uh, when when we figure this out, you I'll have to uh, do a, a giant. Shot. Yes, yes. A shot that means you're not going kayaking tomorrow. Yeah, good. Woo! Thank God. And we're back. <laughs> 
That's you know, <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yeah. I mean, it's all that's, about timing. That's that's it, that. You know, that's also a, a throughout to another podcast. Yeah, it's all about uh, timing or t- 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 timing. T- t- I was gonna t- say timing. No, just stop. Timing. Crab, you can take photos. All the photos you want later. You can. We can. W- Lend you this mic? No, no, not at all. No, we don't. Oh, are we on? We don't ordinarily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we ca- do- capture for posterity the podcast so we can take Just all doing the my TikTok? I'm sorry. So I, I need a shot, fellas. Can we do a recap of of what we did when we started since no one could hear anything? Okay, so welcome to Shotscast, and it's episode one twenty eight. Today is uh, June twelfth, twenty twenty one. You can find us on a whole bunch of places. You can email us at shotscast at gmail We got a six one eight tracker line. Oh, my God. we got a special guest, James Krabby Pappas. What up, though? Yep. And here he is. Hi, Corey. Hi, Nick. This is Bob. Oh, Kelly hello. was here. Lug, lug, lug. We had a couple of shots. Thought about we were going to start mixed that mashup. Sounds like Didn't quite did work. speed. And then we were going to go right into Funko this, and that is where we left off. So okay. let's take it back all the way to where we started. And while Corey cues up the Funko for the week, let's yeah, let's tip one back. We did way too many in too I, short of a amount of a time. So no, no, I I don't feel like this was the fault of anybody in this room, but we're just we've tried to overcome it, and goddamn it, we've worked up a sweat to do it. So here we go. Yeah, you didn't move. I ran up the stairs. Ran? Yeah. I, oh, I ran, and I ran down the stairs. <laughs> it's much <laughs> easier. I really don't think just there toss was that bottle over here. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is my home. <laughs> it's close. Actually, more of your expensive equipment is over there, so I'm happy yeah, yeah, to do it. See? See why we don't do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the audio I got to tell you, I the, thought that was a glass bottle, and I was like, no, this is not going to end the, well. The, the, no. the pitch when of he the didn't plastic, even go for it, I was like. The pitch of the plastic uh, fireball pint did, did impact the Christmas tree lights. Okay, it's not Christmas tree lights. Bounced off the jackalope nose down on oh, the air Oh, I'd be really side. mad. I'd be really mad if that was the case. And those, those nestled, are, up, nestled up to the Big Lebowski flag. Those are called year-round lights, Bob. That's right. right. Those are my everyday lights. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> those lights are my I'll home. plug them in. Don't, my don't tempt me. Cheers. Cheers, you boys. Salud. Astrovia. All right, not the smoothest of starts, but we're going to finish like... Butter going through a goose, my friends. We, it was a great. I like the retread though. The retread yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We, the 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 methamphetamine retread. Yeah, because I didn't get to give my what up though on the first time. I got to do it the second time. So yeah, you had time to think about it. Time to think about it. Call yeah. sign. Yeah, mm-hmm. comedy genius. No, Bob just gave me more time this time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> while first time, while Quinn's like, yeah, giving him so, way less time. Sorry, Craig. That, that was that was something we switched up that we didn't tell you about. <laughs> you know, when you did ask. You know what I love? <laughs> what have we switched up since you've been on last? <laughs> yeah, that was the, it. In, the intro is way different uh, than what we've done since you were here last. It's scripted. It's rehearsed. It's practiced. It's oh no, I know. I listened to the show. I'm a listener, so, fellas. <laughs> so yeah, that that's so changed. The one thing that <laughs> I, I was a listener. I'm yeah, a listener. we we missed you out in the crowd. Sorry. The, no, uh, the one thing that I love the most is just the fact that <laughs> that, that Corey's sister was so excited to be here and say hello on the air, and that did not happen. You know what, though? I, there's no reason the audio should be messed up. That's the most important thing. Yeah, it's going to be out there in the world for sure. It is. It is, but oh well, it happens. Um, we will deal with it, sir. 
and who knows, maybe it came through on the actual iPad correctly, and it didn't mess up the audio. It was just on the live part. No, I mean, it's out there for dozens of people to see. I can always take it down. <laughs> Hold on. Dozens? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're an optimist, first and foremost. Yeah, but we... The audio was messed up. We we apologize. We don't know what happened. Um, but I don't feel too bad because I was just listening to Drew and Mike, excuse me, yesterday, and they had all kinds of problems. And they yeah, had really? they oh god, and they had okay, they had the lead singer of Deep Purple that they were calling, and they had to call him four times. <laughs> and they're like, oh god, we feel so bad. This is this is like the most exciting. I want to talk to this guy so bad. And he's like, hello, how's it going? And it's like, hello, hello? <laughs> is, this, is this Mr. Purple? <laughs> and it kept dropping the call, and he's like, fuck, man, this is, this is a horrible fucking day. And I was like, okay. that w- Dude, shit, shit happens. Yeah. yeah, so adapt and overcome. That's what we got to do. So thankfully, we got it fixed. And uh, thank you guys for dealing with that and having to go through it. Th- thanks to all of our all the people who are listening to us right now, actually, who let us know that it was on the fritz. And uh, gave us a heads up so we could fix it. And sticking with us, so we appreciate it. So back to Funko This with Corey Slesk. Yes. So uh, this week's Funko is another completion of a set. Uh, Mr. Rod Farva from Super Troopers. Ooh. Have, I, now I know you've seen Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. Yes. So this one you can, you can actually appreciate. Yeah. And he's holding a liter of cola. He is holding a liter of cola. And the original picture I took of this did not have the leader of cola in it. Hold on. Are you sure it's not a large Farva? I don't want a large Farva. <laughs> I want a goddamn leader of cola. I knew Corey wanted to say that. Krabby, have you seen Super Troopers? Man, a long time ago. You're, you're not a fan of their group? Broken Lizard? No. Oh, Hold man. on. Hold on. Nick and Corey are exchanging movie quotes, and the whole world is upside down now. I don't know what to make of all of this. It's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. It's a landmark moment in the show. Yeah, I'm so getting laid tonight. <laughs> Only if you can give me hard enough. Anyway, for the audio listeners, <laughs> this is number 583 in the Pop Movies collection. And for the audio listeners, there are no females in the room, and Nick says he's getting laid tonight. So the three <laughs> yeah. of us just look very <laughs> scared. He's, I think the two of you did. <laughs> I'm oh, used sorry. to it. So, yeah, Corey seemed... <laughs> what did COVID not, not surprised by oh, a mess? You know, you know what I've learned: a hole's a hole. Oh boy! <laughs> and that's not, when that's minute, when the shots went on, off the rails. Hold on, this, that's when the that's people a stopped knock listening. on the Dearborn school system. I can tell you that it's not learning. <laughs> the education is not. No, it's good. a knock on the Catholic Church. I think is what you're really saying. No, okay. See, that's it's not a knock on the Dearborn school system because Bob also went through the Dearborn school system. But but I was but I did Bob, not have a Bob tell, I had a secular education. That was when there was like one schoolhouse. Well, and that's also Bob telling people <laughs> a hole's a hole. The way I look at it, you, is a hole's a hole. You, yeah, Bob you. had nothing to do with this. Bob had no quotes on this. This is you with no, the butt didn't. plug. You Wait. with the hole with the hole. <laughs> Nick's gonna have Nick's gonna have sex. I'm. The profession is what I'm starting to question right now with you. Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no longer in that because profession. Because those are the those are the. Two. Neither am I. I love watching. You didn't know that. I love yeah, watching you... Corey try to dig himself out of this hole. He's oh no, he's dug. let's not go with holes again. No, is there any <laughs> hole he wants to get into or have get into him? Right. The, the entire idea now of this episode is I want to make Krabby feel more and more uncomfortable. Well, every, kudos to you, sir. Every minute, he's. I've never seen him look this uncomfortable. <laughs> 
Well, thank God I have a bit of Maker's 40. You just keep here, on so. chugging Maker's until uh, help me out, yeah. it makes the discomfort But you go ahead, away. Corey, because all I'm going to do is make me drink more. Twist my arm. All right, so back to the Funkos. <laughs> so you finished the, what, the Super Troopers Pop Movies Collection? Yes, I have uh, all the main characters of Super Troopers How that, many that are they there? make. Uh, five. Okay. Uh, Ramathorn, Farva, uh, Rabbit, uh, and then there's two Max. Oh, thank God. There's one with him in the steel cup and the ear protection and safety, okay. safety glasses, and then there's one in, in his uniform. But what, what are we to learn from this, then? Are, are you any closer to stopping your unhealthy obsession with Funkos? No, because I actually just won a Big Lebowski tonight that... When you say won, you mean like your bid on, was on, on eBay, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I already have one at the house that came in the box and that I wasn't able... I, I, it was before I was cataloging everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I bought one, uh, one that was sold without a box to take to work and put on my desk at work. So you probably didn't pay as much for that one. No, God, no, nowhere near. Do you find that the ladies are uh, flocking to your desk with these Funkos on them now? Yeah. I, I mean, for the most part, um, all these 60 year old ladies I work with now, um, they really like them. Uh, they're me being, the youngest in the room by far, uh, yeah, it's it's led me to some good things. It's a chick magnet. Oh, for sure, saying. for sure. Okay, all right. So Corey. that's that's I'm like, I, I got to put the big Lebowski out there. And Corey, how old are the ladies really? Okay, they're. I know Danielle's in the room. So I'm just they're they're in their. <laughs> did, I, did I say sixties? I thought you said seventies. Nineties. Uh, yeah, they're 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 in their nineties. They're old. They're no, almost they're not, dead. They're not dead. They're, they're, the seventies is fine. They're, cl- well, they're clinging to life. Basically, and they're having a hard time walking up the stairs to they're our pr- office, They're so, clinging, yeah. for li- clinging to life, but praying for death. All at uh, the same time. A couple of them, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I figured I might as well get it while I can before they die. Well, that was Funko This for this week, everybody. <laughs> there so, you go. Uh, I want to pivot from there to the other segment that we stopped started earlier. Okay, so apparently Callie left her phone. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Okay. What so, a great episode. <laughs> yeah. The triumphant return of James Pappas, and this is what we give. Hey, as long as you I'm know, with you guys, with friends and I, drinking a bottle of Maker's 46, I'm good. I think this is a great episode. The, the it's, Lord. It's, I think the Lord did this. Dude, sometimes you got to switch it up. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, this seems like the best time to do that. I agree. <laughs> All right. Um, we actually should be... Uh, in about seven minutes, going on a break. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it never. I, I don't feel like we've earned the break. Do we need one? No, we really need one. Okay. Yeah, we need to reset and, what's and, happening yeah. here. And, and to be fair. To be fair. To be absolutely 100% fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair, Miss Danielle Finn, um, the woman of Mr. Seleski says that the set is not complete for the Funkos. Oh, uh, I didn't realize we'd gone back to the Funko segment. Well, just so you know. All right. It's not, oh, well, so I'll talk to her about that. <laughs> he'll, so you'll talk to her about that. Yes. Do you want me to go forward with 1996 or do you want to do it? 
I could. I've got nope. no problem doing it. Got it right here. Okay. Thought it was ninety one. No, we'd already done ninety one. Okay. I picked. So here's what happened. Let me let me set the stage. I sent I sent Jimmy a text, and I said, "Hey man, what is the what's the best year for music in your opinion?" And my thought was, I I already know what I want it to be because I know you, and I know Jimmy loves rap, like old school rap. An R and B, an R and B, yeah, yeah. Right, but I didn't, I wasn't thinking R and B, and I should have mm-hmm. been because I was thinking '96, which was the greatest year for rap, arguably, that ever happened. Yeah, right, right. But Jimmy responded and said, "No, man, whatever year, uh, uh, Gordy Berry, uh, Berry launched Gordy. Berry, Berry Gordy. Gordy launched. Did you say Gordy oh, Berry? Yeah, you said Gordy Berry. <laughs> whatever year <laughs> Barry Gordy launched Motown, okay. that changed music forever, and that's the year. And I'm like, Fuck. revolutionized it. Yep." <laughs> Fuck, that's not the year I picked. <laughs> so we may have to redo this yeah. when you come back, and I'm going to use this but ironically, to get you back here. But here's the thing. Yeah. It kind of go together. Because, do they? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 96 doesn't happen without Barry Gordy. That well, was my whole point. We'll see. And that You with me? I'm with you. That's right. According 96. to Bob, it's Huey Lewis in the news, so we'll see. Oh, no. Um, so 1996, and the episode or the uh, the title of this segment is mixtape mashup. Mixtape mashup. So we'll have to do some artwork and some uh, some some music for that. But so we're starting. <clears throat> excuse me. We're starting from uh, number 50, going down to number one of the top songs in 1996. So starting with number 50 is "Time" by Hootie and the Blowfish. Good song. Fuck Hootie and the Blowfish, dude. That's all are, I gotta no, say. You hold your are you tongue, serious? sir. Yeah. Um, Corey and I are big Hootie fans. Uh, per- yes, sir. Corey and Nick, I'm yeah. on your team, bro. Perhaps, Thank perhaps you. later on in the cast, after the break, I will explain why Hootie and Bullfish have been dead to me. Yeah, if this many, is another uh, lady of the night that nope. that ended what? wrong, you have so many. Wait, what? You another? Like, there, there are so many. There are like what? What? Why would you think there'd be a lady of the night involved? What? What? Why the, would you think you have so many things that like you've you've canceled cultured out of your life because of a woman <laughs> because of a woman? There are so many like you can't play that song. That I, is true. I broke up to that song. That is like, also why I true. almost spit take because it's so true. <laughs> yeah. but wait, hold on, wait, I will get to this after the break. Keep going. Biscuits okay. and gravy. You can't order that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I had when I had sex before I broke up with my last ex. Like, no, that's not how it works. So, uh, number 49. This is going to go down as Lori's favorite episode, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, she should know. Should she? Pick something that you hate before you break up with Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Let's keep going. So, number number 49 is Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Uh, Oh, how many Mariah Carey songs do you think are on? (laughs) I almost said. How many Mariah Carey songs do you think are in the first, in the top 50? Of this? Well, we, we already had this this question come up she during the 91 yeah. list that we did. Now we're in 96. Mm-hmm. How many do you think are in the 96 Over under, yeah, how many? Yeah, how many Mariah Carey songs are in the top I 50? would go, I would set the over under at four. Okay. Four. So we're I think we're that, going that's fair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, number 48, Count on Me by Whitney Houston featuring C.C. Winans, which I don't know what song that is. Um, R.I.P. Isn't C.C. Winans, Winans like a, a Detroit boy? Gospel singer? Detroit. Yep. Okay. The Winans are Detroit folks. Oh, okay. Uh, number 47, Kissing You by Total. Uh, number 46, Why I Love You So Much uh, by Monica. Number 40, <laughs> yeah, from Friends. Okay. Uh, number 45, Digging On You by TLC. 
we'll bet they've got a couple in the top fifty. Yeah, that was a that was a big TLC time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ninety six. Corey, yeah. Corey's yeah. Corey's like nah, no, fuck no, that. It, it was. That was it not just, a good song. Though. No, yeah, that was not one of their their top songs. Number, I, I didn't like TLC the top either 50. way. Number forty four, nineteen seventy nine, by the Smashing Pumpkins. Excellent. Good jam. Yeah, that was Excellent. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, number forty, but that's it's so high up on the on the fifty. I mean, that's it's not. I would say it's too high. Yeah, and I'm way, a Pumpkins fan. Yeah, way too high. Yeah. Uh, number forty three, anything by Three T. What is? <laughs> who is that? Got me. And how did they beat Smashing Pumpkins? Uh, forty two, a absolute classic. No diggity by Blackstreet featuring Doctor Dre. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, what an amazing song yeah. that was! Yeah, I I. I literally had the CD, blasted that song all the time. Mm-hmm. Number 41, The World I Know by Collective Soul. Wait, hold on. Are you, uh, Jimmy, are you checking your music library now to see if you have all these songs ready to go when you get back in the car? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. No, no. No, I already know. I haven't teed up already. So I don't <laughs> okay. have to check. I know I got I it. I think after the cast, this needs to be the countdown. Um, we could do that. Uh, yeah. W- number 41 was Collective Soul, The World I Know, which was all s- an amazing song. Corey and I are big 90s guys. Um Number 40 is 1234 by Coolio. Absolutely. Oh, one, two, Coolio. Three, four. <laughs> well, wasn't Coolio's Joe big year like the, the year floor. before that? Gotta, gotta get up to get down. Was not big on the, I mean, you, 96, I know just because of what, you know, when you said biggest, you know, biggest uh, year mm-hmm. in hip hop. Yeah. But otherwise, you couldn't. I mean, I could give you, oh, that was in the mid 90s, early 90s, late 90s, but I couldn't give you. But a not year. the year. Okay. Bobble like this one, number thirty nine, Deep Blue Something, Breakfast at Tiffany. Dude, great song. That's that is a great song. Uh-huh. I oh, didn't realize man. it was ninety six. I would I would have picked. I think way later. What about Breakfast at Tiffany's? See, it, she it, said, hopefully, I hopefully, hopefully, it wasn't biscuits and gravy, and she didn't break up with me that morning. It always, it always hits the soul that hard. But it's specifically red eye gravy. It was biscuits and red eye gravy. I guarantee you, later tonight, we're all going to be drunk singing this song together. It's not a. I mean, the night is young. Guaranteed, the night is young. Uh, number 38, Before You Walk Out of My Life, Like This and Like That by Monica. Um, That's two for Monica. Yeah. Number 37, Sweet Dreams by LaBouche. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, oh, yeah. I just yeah. said you said Sweet Dreams. Dun, dun, it already started playing in my head. Yep. Uh, number 36, You're the One by SWV. S-double-U-N-V. What the S-W-N-V. fuck is that? <laughs> You in the uh, apparently Single Krabby knows it. I think Krabby knows it. That's good shit. Yeah, sisters uh, with voices. Yeah, they're like a yeah, they're like a family dollar version of uh, Le- family dollar the, version of ladies. Of, ladies love cool of TLC. jeans. TLC. <laughs> <laughs> Number thirty. A bourbon moment. Lost my train of thought. Bourbon <laughs> Well, it's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, Number 35, uh, Down Low, Nobody Has to Know by R. Kelly and the Isley Brothers. Ooh. R. Kelly, that stinks the a little down bit. Low it kills me. To yeah. me yeah. all over again. Which love his what, shit, but then when you start what's, thinking about it, he's singing to a 14-year-old, yeah. you're what's, like, What's number 32? Yeah, is but, Bill Cosby album? But Ron Isley is is predominantly singing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, but even the other stuff. I mean, even the other R. Kelly stuff. Bump, I mean, bump, dude, bump, bump. and grind is. Yeah. Dude. I mean, fantastic. But then when I start thinking, yeah, he's thinking of a 12 and a half year old. Uh, but you don't have to. Disgusting. I know. Totally. That's what I have to switch to. Because I love the song. And I'm like, I feel, yeah. you feel bad liking the song because it's him. And it's like. <laughs> totally agree. What is, where does the P come into play on that song? Oh, I'll pee on you. 
<laughs> so it's it's no longer a twelve and a half year old. That that's cool. I get that. Remember, um, remember, audience. But, this is Corey trying to make Krabby feel as uncomfortable as possible. Corey, hey, Daniel, if you're still out there, if you could Uber here quickly, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Corey's really upset. You're about the half I like better. Corey's upset about all the yearn in this conversation. Yearn. No, I'm, I'm happy about He's it. He's yearning I, for it. Which I, I just want to know where R. Kelly, R. Kelly comes in play in your mind at that point with peeing on people. Or girls for that point. Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number 35. Well, uh, Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> uh, that was number 35. Number 34, Only You by 112 featuring Noto- no, no, Notorious B.I.G. and Mace. Was yeah, 1996 absolutely. the year in which every song was like this band featuring this other band? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so 96 the big year? Compilations and sampling. Huge. This was the year. That's why I said if it wasn't for Barry. That's why I said the Barry Gordy. Yeah. Because Puffy took all that stuff. The, the that's ni- what he told Big. He told Big, give me a little, give you a little, little backstreet knowledge. Yeah. That's what he told Big. He was like, Big, you can sit here and talk about all this gangster rap shit and not have any background because he was not into it. And he goes, you're not going to make any money. He goes, or we can sample all this stuff with it, and it's going to fill the club and arenas up, and I'm telling you, you're going to be rich as you, you know possibly. I mean, Puffy had a... He had, a vision, he had the Barry Gordy vision. Yeah. You know what I mean? For mid-90s. Sean, Sean Combs came up with um, the R&B game mixing in with the rap game. Mm-hmm. And once that happened, it blew people's minds. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't only just that. He took people like Mariah Carey, who was not like a rapper, and put R&B in her music. And, and just having the, the two different mashups mm-hmm. really worked. You yeah. know, It could yeah. be two songs that were fair, yeah. and as one song, they were amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he made true R and B, and he took soul and made it true R and B and hip hop. Because we turned rap to hip hop, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, I would have never, I wouldn't have been an R and B guy. Um, but you know, uh, music like Black Street and all that stuff, and uh, Boys to Men, and, mm-hmm. and everyone like that, like I, I would have never even known. But um, they're amazing. You know, when the, when they did that, you know, it kind of opened a lot of people's eyes. Right. 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 So that was uh, number 34. Number 33, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. There's the other Coolio. Yeah. yeah. Who, was, uh, who was in that video? Give me the who actress. Was, who was actress in? in that video, Gangster Paradise. Oh, I think that was probably right about when I stopped watching videos. Well, that was Not actually. Not because of that well, video. That was actually right from the, the movie, Soundtrack, right? Right. So who was in the movie? Well, what you're movie? asking the wrong guy. Yeah, you can't. Are you asking Nick a movie That's question? That's true. I'm sorry. It's pre-2019. I thought you, I, yeah, I thought you listened, Krabby. Pre-2019. You should no, know that, Nick. my bad, yeah. <laughs> Has uh, seen nothing. You're gonna have to. So it's '96, Judgment Night. No, the movie. The movie is uh, uh, Gangster's Paradise, wasn't it? Or it was the no, the no, teacher no, no, movie, no. right in the in the hood. Yeah, yeah. I think of the name of the movie. Oh, Higher Learning, or was it? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. Was it actress, Michelle Pfeiffer? You got it. Yep. And she was in a video too. It just her and Coolio. Wait. Okay. So I, I, I got I the know actress, it if I heard the, it. Yeah. Okay. It was that one where she was supposed to be the. She's the teacher. She's in the hood. Yeah, in the hood. In the hood yeah. in L.A., yeah. Was it called uh, Teacher in the Hood? <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer school teaching film. God, give me a second. Dangerous Trump. Minds. Yep. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Yep, Dangerous Minds. I'm, I'm sorry. Should, was I supposed to wait? No, 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 no. No, he, oh, just, he just liked watching the whole thing play out. And so he, <laughs> okay. Well, he's usually on the other Curry's end. He's quick. usually the one who's... That's why he's laughing about Kurt it. Kurt with the frog yeah, the He loves yeah. it. Yeah. So, okay. so number thirty-two, not not gonna cry, uh, by Mary <laughs> Mary J. Blige. Mary not J. Gonna Blige. Cry. Yep, it's, it's Queen of Hip Hop. G O N of Hip Hop. G O N apostrophe. Love hearing him breathe the 
Not going correct. Yeah, <laughs> number thirty-one is I pronounce this is Wonder by Natalie Merchant. Um, That's big son. Number thirty-one of us by Joan Osborne. Dude, we were just listening to that song. Were we really? Yeah, outside. You're like, remember it started off with. I don't uh, remember that. Are you sure, buddy? I'm Come pretty on, sure. pretty sure. You, Corey wasn't even here yet. You just turned on your speaker, mm-hmm. and I started playing the top hundred songs from '96. And it was yeah. like some crazy intro, and then all of a sudden, the Bob. First, and you're of like, all, oh, that's the song I really no, wanted to hear. No, tonight. to me, that sounded like "What If God Was One of Us." That's that the was song a, you just returned. Oh, was it? Okay, that's what's ironic is <laughs> okay. you, you got this yeah. awesome yeah. year for hip hop. Yeah, and this is like the first year like a Christian artist broke in too, and she's a Christian artist. Okay, it's it's hilarious. All right, hang, hang Not on. Not like a heavily Amy Grant Christian artist, but definitely Christian leaning artist. Since the audio is oh, fucked up on, the, on yeah. the, the first point, <laughs> the first go around. Yeah. Can we give Kelly a, a second go on yeah, the same Yeah, that's The audio was messed up. Yeah, so. Because right. you jinxed it, and you're about to jinx it again if you get back at that. I'm just kidding. That's fine. <laughs> you got to get right up on the microphone. Yep. What do I do? You say hello. Hello. Hello, internet. Hello, internet. And you introduce yourself. I'm Kelly. And you say, and you say, I want to give a shout out to your boo. Who's who? You who? Who do you care about? Who who's listening in the car? Maybe I want to give a shout out. Get on the microphone. He may be listening in the car. So yeah, this is give him a shout out. This is Corey's sister, who's not shy at all, but she's been here twice now, which she said she would not come back. So you lean up to the microphone. But and instead, say, she's I just going, wanna... going back, back to Cali, Cali. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to to my to my awesome Bo Dylan sitting out in the car in Facebook land, waiting for me to return my triumphal return with my phone. Yeah, you got to come to the mic to say hello, though. I've been listening, you guys. Yeah, good. Okay, so well, I'm glad <laughs> glad you got your phone. This is awkward. Um, no, totally it's natural. It's long. Totally natural. But we would like to have you on the show one night, so a night that you're free. Yes, one night. Maybe not tonight, unless you leave a shoe here or something. And you have to come back again. Then I, then <laughs> yeah. I would say it's divine intervention. You just need to. If that back. says that to all the girls, if that shoe starts ringing in the next twenty minutes after you leave, I'm going to be pretty upset. <laughs> Missed yeah. it by that, that much. much. <laughs> all right, see you later, Callie. Bye. Good to see you again, Callie. It has been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. <laughs> yes. So, so you guys ought to know. That number 29 is ought to know by oh, Alanis Morissette. Absolutely. Well done, Nick. Well played. Thank you, sir. Um, number 28, Dishwalla. Yes. Counting Blue Cars. Yes. What song I is that? I feel like I missed the whole Dishwalla train. I don't know. It was after my time. I just didn't get it. Do you I only, know Nick loves it. Nick Slesky loves yeah, that. Yeah, please, please specify. Cause <laughs> right, I'm would. like, the only dish wall I know I ran earlier today and just to get my shot glasses clean. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, wow. I, thought, I was like, I ran. No, that's the flock of seagulls. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> um, number 27, I Can't Sleep Baby by R. Kelly. Your favorite. Uh, number 26. <laughs> P-Boy. Uh, no Mercy, Where Do You Go? Uh, number 25, Who Will Save Your Soul by Jewel. Awesome I'm song. I'm a fan. Snaggletooth. I'm, I'm a big Jewel fan. Snaggletooth. Get out of here, man. No, she I love her. I love the Snaggletooth. Yeah. Dude, she's natural. Did you see her on... Uh, she's natural in all, more singer? ways than one. What? She was on The Masked Singer. I don't watch she that She won shit. The Masked Singer. Number 24 is named by Goo Goo Dolls. Number 23 nice. is a... Uh, 
bomb ass song. Uh, Twenty three is. I would agree. Be my lover by Labouche. Yeah, I don't know who Labouche is. So oh, I'm gonna have to look him up. Be my lover, wanna <laughs> be my lover. Doesn't yeah. help me. Oh, dude. That, yeah, right when electronic music kind of go mainstream at that. Okay. Uh, number twenty two is Insensitive by Jan Arden. No idea. Yeah. What? Number twenty one, Lounging by LL Cool J. Uh huh. Number Ooh. twenty, Hey Lover by LL oh, Cool yeah, J. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Number 19, Change the World by Eric Clapton. Wait, hold on. That's a depressing song. LL? So LL. No, that's not the depressing one, Nick. Uh, no, yeah. right, you're thinking no, Tears, Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven, you're but thinking. You, so yeah. back to LL. Was this post um, Mama Said Knock You Out? This is the same album. So Mama Said Knock You Out has got to be in the top 10 then. I would think so. Okay. Yeah, Tears in Heaven is the, the heartbreaker from Clapton when his kid fell out the window. And that's a song yeah. he wrote about. Yeah, that's what yeah I said, it was. Uh, but you, no, I understand that's even more depressing. But this was also change the world. It was a, you know what it was? It was, it, was, it, was on the, it was on the soundtrack for, for Michael. Michael with, yeah. starring Travolta. Travolta was, was an angel. It was this post Pulp Fiction so I didn't like, see the Renaissance. Movie. You didn't see the movie? No. <laughs> Are you surprised? Oh, no. You know what? It wasn't no, Michael. Nick. No, no, it wasn't Michael. It was Phenomenon. Or Phenomenon. Yeah. No, here's the best thing. I didn't thing. see that either. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, that's the best part of it. Yeah? Yeah. The fucking movie was depressing, and the song was depressing so about it. So I'm getting it. that through the movie. I mean, it was heart, heart-tugging. heart I shouldn't say depressing, but the end of it was depressing, and uh-huh. it was about, uh, about him. I will tell you, that movie, when it comes on, uh, as long as it's not in like the last 30 minutes, I generally am like, oh, I got to watch this. It's a great movie. I, I don't know why. You know, it's a heart-tugger. Hard talker. Yeah, it, no. it just does something to Let me. We come back to that though. LL, yep. LL Cool J. It's not the Mama Said Knock You Out. It's the next album. It's the one with uh, I think doing it and doing it and doing so it. So it is well. post Mama. Yeah, so he already yeah because he kind of blew up again after people sort of forgot about him for like a year or so. I never forgot about him. Uh, represent. <laughs> Sorry. Dave. Oh, he he just uh, smacked his uh, mic cord right out of or his uh, headphone cord oh, right no! out. No, I would never Num- smack number, my mic. Number eighteen is. That's all coming back to me now by Celine Dion. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> that's how is, she talks. Is that your Canadian accent? And that's all coming back to me. She's crazy when she when she sings. <laughs> she sounds crazy when she yeah. shitload of money with her Vegas residency. Yeah, right? man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we if this if this whole podcast had gone off the rails already, I would really want to explore why he thinks that's a crazy accent. It is. It's not for Canada. For her, it is. She's like a mouthful of marbles. Tune in next time to the Schnozcast <laughs> next weekend, folks, when yep. Nick goes in-depth on Celine Dion. That's right. Number 17 is How Do You Want It, California Love by Tupac featuring yeah. Casey and JoJo, which I did not know Casey yeah. and JoJo were in that song. Yep. Um, 16, Sitting Up in My Room by Brandy. Okay. Number 15, a classic, Follow You Down by Jim Blossoms. Nice. Yep. 14, Exhale, Shoop Shoop by Whitney Houston. Wait. All right, shoop dude. Shoop? Shoop. You're thinking of Shoop, I Want to Shoop. That's, by, yes, I think yeah, of Did she? This no, this no, is, no relation. This is Exhale in no quotes. No cover, no. Okay. Exhale in parentheses, Shoop Shoop by Whitney Houston. I feel like that's blasphemy. Number 13. Very white either way. Number th- number 13, <laughs> Ironic by Alanis Morissette, an amazing song. Also, yes. Also very Wait, good. Wait, but. What was the other Atlanta song that was already in the top 50 that this one is apparently better than? You ought to know, I think. How is this song better than that? Oh, ironic. Of course, that's an. It must be because it's singable then because the whole lyrics are all bullshit. It's it's literally someone who doesn't understand. They're pretty pretty deep. We we understand that you're upset. I'm very upset. Because in one of the. the, 
in one of the lyrics she says she's flicking a cigarette and you like smoking a cigarette. So no. we understand that, that you're really hurt by that. Uh, no, I'm offended because she doesn't understand the <laughs> definition of the word ironic and all of her lyrics are shit. Listeners, tune in next week. <laughs> we talk about in-depth uh, Nick's accent of Celine Dion and Bob's infatuation with Alanis Morissette. And you ought to know, and flicking a cigarette versus smoking a cigarette. Number 12 is missing by everything but the girl. I have no idea what that is. Um, I think you should sing it for us. I don't know it. If you knew it. Damn no, it. Number 11 is Come on Ride the Train by Quad yeah. City there DJs. Yeah, that was, absolutely. That was, <laughs> was one of the Quad Cities. I Quad like Cities we're, right we're here. We're going to hear that. Oh, when man. I was there, that's all I could hear. When I was in the Quad <laughs> Cities, that's all I could hear. Yeah. All I have to say is, if you feel like dancing, well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we got the sounds... To make it go down, down, downtown, <laughs> the train is coming through. Oh my God! Stop! It's a new bit Just called the whitest rap you've ever yeah. heard in your oh, life, yeah. ladies yep. and gentlemen. You can uh, stop that right now. Oh, dude, number ten. You got me twisted over. Oh, by Keith, Keith sweat. sweat. The Sweat Hotel every night at seven thirty. Making uh, your sheets wet. Listening to Keith Sweat. Hold on, I'd like to. I'd like to suggest something though. If we if next time you come back, we should do this again because uh, we really have gone the entire top 50 and not done what you guys just did, which is Nick sings, sings the song and Krabby guesses who it is. <laughs> we we could have done that the whole time, but I don't know why we haven't done it. Uh, it's, a new, it's a new segment. Yeah, we can do oh. that. Yeah, definitely next it's time. It's a Jimmy Papa segment. When he's um, yes. You're Making Me High by Tony Braxton. I don't know that song. Mm-hmm. Um, You'd know it if you heard it, Nick. I'm sure I would. <laughs> You'd know it if he sang I'll it. I'll play it for you at a break. <laughs> uh, number eight. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to pee. He's like, listen to this song. Oh, no. Number eight is I. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight is I love you always forever by Donna Lewis. Sounds like I would hate it. Um, I you I you know absolutely it would. Yeah. I know the song. Don't know it. Number seven, The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, what an amazing song. Mm -hmm. God, great song. Uh, number six, Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman. Oh, yep. Yep, that was huge. She's got a good sound. She's got a good sound. I feel like that's a good breakup song. Like, yeah. Bob knows it very well. <laughs> good lesbian breakup song. If it was a Bob breakup song, you wouldn't listen <laughs> to it. Bob, dude, I've, I've broken up with so many lesbians. Biscuits and gravy, and I can't take it. Every they, time I break up with a lesbian, that's the song I use. They, they played it for him. <laughs> that's true. Every time I break up with a lesbian, Corey is that's on the song they fire use. tonight, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. You're on fire. Sorry, made me turn right Fuego. back around. Corey so, number number six is uh, that was number six. Number five is "Always Be My Baby" by Mariah Carey. Mm. Uh, we, I lost track of the count. Is that only the second Mariah song that's yeah, been that, in the top? Yeah, second or third. Um, number four, "Nobody Knows" by the Don't Tony Rich know. Project. Good. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to very guess underrated. What you were say. One of the most underrated R and B groups. Tony really? Rich Project. Yep. Okay. Oh God. Number three, because you loved me by Celine Dion. <laughs> because you your Celine Dion is very close to a Peter Cetera. <laughs> I gotta be honest. With I don't you. know who that is. Oh, we do it at break, Nick. Oh. Don't worry. Uh, what's the big Chicago song? Number two, you nope. are the love in my life. What I, with a mouthful oh, of yeah, marbles? Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, I want to hear the he Celine Dion. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, Number two, I never thought of it until point. Now. Number two, to our point, what we were talking about, R&B game meets the rap game or or kind of compilation songs. John B. and Tupac? Nope. 
One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Great song. That uh-huh. was that was a great song. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, number one. So in that's this, three by her, right? Three yeah. With her, right? At least three. Yeah. That we remember. Number one, surprisingly, but it makes sense because I, I also, owned the, I mean, everyone I knew owned the CD. Lost Del Rio Macarena. Fuck yeah. There it is. I like I don't think I ever knew the name of the artist. Lost Del Rio, yeah. Lost Del Rio. And that's 1996 in a nutshell. <laughs> Believe it or not, they had a full album, too. Oh, yeah. I owned it. Oh, did I did, too. I did. Oh, you're owning it. That's <laughs> for sure. You're owning it right now. <laughs> I owned it as well. I owned yeah. it. Yep, you <laughs> need to own this. No at, shame. at the behest of a woman? <laughs> No, no, just for me. Oh yeah, you're owning, dude. It. I was like twelve, completely owning it. I, the, I, I respect that. I'm not sure this up live on the fact the that you were twelve had anything to do with it, but no, it was the fact that that was like the biggest song of the time. Yeah, I fucking loved it. Right. So I went and got the cassette that had all their other songs on it that were terrible. That's, but, we, but, that's but, weird because I had the CD. So why is he buying a cassette? That's what I had in my room, a cassette player. That's yeah, depressing. I could a little see behind. That. I yep. could see that. Well, your dad was old school. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he really loved me, he would have got me a oh, CD. For but. fuck's sake. <laughs> time, for, time for a break? It's time for a break. <laughs> okay. So this this has been a very rocky road. Uh, Jimmy, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? It's been a very rocky road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut up and enjoy these uh, friends of ours. No, no, no. Hold on. That's not how we do it. We're, 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 we got to make a clean break. If we don't make yeah. a clean break... It's never going to work. And nothing has been clean about this episode. So, out there in Facebook land, thank you for sticking with us. We'll be back in 15 minutes. Second half of episode 128 for Schnozcast. Thanks for sticking with us. It has been an interesting episode yeah, thus far. But uh, all the fellows are coming in the room, and we're happy to be back with you. Um, Ecstatic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we have uh, we've done a couple of things thus far. Um, fuck with this. Mixtape mashup. And, uh, <laughs> and we've... <laughs> we've we've uh, made it through uh, a couple of technical difficulties to get to the second half, but uh, here we are. And uh, I want to jump uh, at this point, Corey, into Gentleman's Agreement. So, what we have is uh, we've got a couple of couple of folks who are who've got reviews to give. Uh, Jimmy Pappas does not have one to give. So I'm going to ask him to take kind of a back seat to this segment, but when we do new assignments, I want to include you. Well, I do need to receive one. Corey said he had some info to 
from from a re- past one, yeah, a movie that you've yep. So, do we want to start with that one then? Well, so it, what the past one was was Scent of a Woman that you gave to Danielle, right? Uh, and some listeners have actually watched it on our behalf, on our recommendation, on just based on our recommendation. Okay, uh, and a a certain listener actually reached out to me and said it's now something that she's watched several times over. And she wanted me to tell you personally, and I, I knew you were going to be coming on the show, so I, I, I wasn't going to text you and, and do it in personally. I was told to do it in person. <laughs> <laughs> that, that she loves the movie, and it's now her new favorite movie. Awesome. So, so she had not watched it before. No. no. That's awesome. Yeah. And what was it? Scent of a woman. Scent of a woman. I have about 10 of them that if it comes on at any time, and it doesn't matter what I got the next day, I could have the most urgent interview of my life <laughs> of the next day, yeah. and I'll watch that thing. To three. And, and I'm somebody that needs to get seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Did you say 79 hours? Seven to nine. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Okay. And it uh, doesn't matter. If that's only going to get me two hours of sleep, it doesn't matter. You know, the, funny, the funny thing is, we, we Son of a Woman came up in the last couple of weeks, and I can't remember who brought it up, but... I said at, at at that time that I'm like, oh, I need to fall asleep to something that I've already seen. And that was at that time when it came up. I swear to God, it was in the last two or three weeks. I said, that is the movie that I was rewatching um, every night all week long. <laughs> like I would put it on and it would, it would, I'd start at the beginning and I'd fall asleep like maybe like the first 20 minutes in. And so the next night I would go like to 20 minutes in and I would start again and I would fall asleep again. <laughs> and I just needed it. And so I've been like working my way all the way through this movie like all week long. Mm-hmm. And it just happened to be that somebody mentioned it on the show as a reference. And I'm like, that's crazy because that is what I've been watching all week long. So it's, it's fortuitous timing that, uh, that you're here this week. To, fortuitous. To, 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 to comment on your previous some great words tonight copious it was probably uh, how long ago would you say that you assigned it to danielle do you recall yeah it was uh was it like a year last time i was on the show here (laughs) yeah we figured that which would have been at least a year ago yeah i mean past the pandemic because i was was 2012 you were here with (laughs) with nick seleski right yeah, you know yeah. what? It might have been the night with Nick Seleski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was before the pandemic, because you know I haven't gone out. That wasn't the yeah when we had like the table up against the wall. And we were doing like a panel interview. Yeah. Was no, 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 no. It was no, no we, panel interview. It was we were still doing the video by the GoPro. Yeah, uh, there, and there was a, a table over here, and kind of one over there with all of, me, you, Danielle, Bob. We were all over there, and, and the two of them it was were it was right it was a, it was a small table. Yeah, yeah, over here with Nick and, and Krabby. Okay. So oh, yeah, how that, we've grown. Yeah, it, it's it's come it's come a long, long way. No shit. So I can say that as a listener and a frequent viewer and listener. And Corey, you remember, you remember awesome. who Krabby's cousin is, right? Terry. Yeah, Christian. yeah. Terry Chrétien. Our our and, Terry. And and she she's jumped in the room several times and uh, commented on a lot of stuff. So Terry, thank you very much uh, for listening Terry and, and and being part of the show. And yeah, we work great with softball umpire too. We work with Terry. Terry's she awesome. was. She's great. Yeah, great softball umpire. All right, Corey, you had to watch uh, as if they were angels. Yeah, uh, assigned, assigned by, by Scotty Scott Ward. Moore. <laughs> Scotty Ward. Yeah, 
Um, dude, okay, so it tugged on the heartstrings right from the beginning because so it, quick thirty second synopsis first. I, I'm that's I that I'm You're I'm gonna do it? my okay. best. Got it. Uh, it's a it's a World War II documentary, um, about a a, a ship a, a destroyer two destroyers that went down and the men that were lost on those destroyers. And that got me really kind of choked up at the very first opening scene. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to lose it all throughout this, this entire documentary. Yeah. Um, but then it turned into a story about, it was two ships or two destroyers that went down in us lands because they ran aground and, they basically just lost their way. They didn't even get into the war. Okay. So it was. <laughs> it was it was great to hear, and it was it, it was a great documentary, um, but it was more about the people of of Newfoundland that came to rescue the of of who Newfoundland 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 Newfoundland. There you go. Uh, that came to rescue all all the people aboard the ship. Okay. And man, the story because there, there's still some people alive from the the incident, and hearing their stories and and what they what they did and what they went through to rescue these naval officers off ships that they could have just been like, yeah, sorry, you got the navy has to come rescue you. Yeah, it it was a basically a, it was a three day rescue that they had to get these guys off a cliff. That was the closest thing they could get to. Um, in in a nasty sea and a storm that was that was going on for three days, and the amount of effort put in by the the Newfoundlanders that <laughs> the who Newfoundland Newfoundlanders, <laughs> okay, that one in the rescue effort was was absolutely amazing. Um, there were there was a lot done from the guys on the ship as well. Uh, the the one part of the documentary that really hit me was. Uh, Bo Parkinson was an actual naval officer on the ship, and he basically tied himself off onto the bow of the the ship, and was allowing guys to use the rope that was he tied himself off to uh, to get to shore. And he was the last person to leave the ship that was alive and okay. be, be rescued. And all the the people in town were were taking all these naval officers and, and getting around fires, trying to get them warm, trying to rescue them. Uh, he was walking back to the campfire as the last guy off the ship took his last breath as he was walking back. It's a documentary, right? Yeah. Yeah. And dude, it sounds my, like I'm going to need to watch it. Dude, it, it's... And, and what, really, what really got me was, you know, well, and, and as, as it will you, I, I would think, uh, you know, we had Uncle Don that was in Vietnam. Um, yep. Both both my grandfathers were in World War II as right. as naval officers. So th- this could could have easily been them. And it's, I, I it sucks that it happened. You know, here in the state, or not really in the states, but it happened here. It wasn't it wasn't a, a war fought story, right? But it was a bad enough story, and a lot of these guys wouldn't have been alive if it wasn't for the. Uh, the great people of of New Finland that came to came to their aid and and took them to their houses and and everything. It, it was it was very touching, very very moving. 
So, it's not not the best review, but it was it was touching. So you're giving it up to Scott for the recommendation. I am. He 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 tugged on some heartstrings. And you're and you're recommending it to the to the listeners and the viewers. I would, but but be prepared to uh, to be saddened, and, yeah. and it's not it's not an uplifting documentary by any means. So, as if they were angels. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, Nick Bader. Yeah. You had to watch McClintock. I actually had to watch two two different things. Oh, that's right. Wait, uh, let's go back. Uh, the week before, you needed to watch The Departed. Yeah. Uh, was that from Todd, Dylan? Yep. Okay. And uh, so uh, if he's not listening live, because uh, it's Mary's birthday, I'm sure he'll listen mm-hmm. on the replay. So your thoughts on The Departed. So The Departed, uh, I'll be honest with you, um, you know, from being in law enforcement for a while, I wasn't expecting that. I, you know, from, I, I saw little little bits and pieces kind of like, I don't even I don't want even want to say like a trailer because I didn't. Um, but my assumption of it was like it was some kind of mafia movie. Um, and man, was I surprised! Um, it was nothing of the sort. It was a predominantly police movie. And was that because I'm sorry to interrupt you? Was it because you you had watched Goodfellas in the past? I don't know. I I thought that I saw um, like a. You know, to put in Corey's terms, a snippet or a clip it uh, <laughs> of of the departed. Uh, but I was I was sadly mistaken, or actually happily mistaken, because it was not a mafia movie. Uh, not that they're bad, but it it was uh, like a predominantly police movie, and it took place in Boston. Yeah, what's up, Crab? What do you mean it wasn't a mafia movie? I mean, it was it was, it was a, the Irish mafia. Yeah, it was the Irish mafia. Yeah, it, my my definition was always You're Italian, Italian mafia. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. but you, yeah, okay. it absolutely was. You're right on that mm, aspect. Okay. Of it. Yep, right. absolutely. But he's also coming from a law enforcement perspective that maybe he saw it uh, as it was, more than fifty percent law enforcement. Yeah, but he's right. He's absolutely right. Um, it, it, yeah, I saw the furrowed brow, and and I'm glad I asked. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, absolutely. So good nonverbal so, pickup, Nick. Th- yeah, the, the the funny part is, is that I'm very Irish, and uh, I was in law enforcement. So I, the movie itself was 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 a fantastic movie. Um, I, I I almost don't like movies that have that many cameos in them, and it had so many. Hang hang on though. It, they weren't, they weren't cameos. I mean, quote, they quote, were unquote. main characters. They they were all were main characters. But, Brown. but they well, were. No, no, hold, hold on, who who were you thinking of as a cameo? Not cameos, but let's see. Just just to look at it for face value, it was Mark, Mark Wahlberg and um um what's Matt Damon and yeah, Leonardo Alec, DiCaprio, Alec Baldwin, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, it had a the the what's his face, the dad from the. The, the actor Sheen Martin Sheen Martin Sheen was in it I mean it was just one scene Alex after Baldwin the, that's why I said yeah one scene after the next of big name stars which I, I think is amazing I do I think it's fantastic but to me if I want to get lost in in the fiction of of what I'm trying to watch and and to the believability of it it's difficult when there are that many recognizable faces. Fair, fair enough. I, I'll, gi- yeah. I'll give you that point. But do you not think it was written 
well enough. For oh, it was all, fan- fantastic. How did all those guys do in their parts? They did a fantastic job. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, of course, playing police officers, uh, you know, he does a great job at that. Um, there was a twist in the movie, which I think is why Todd Dillon gave it to me, which I loved. Um, there were a lot of aha moments and a lot of, oh, fuck you, you know, like that I literally <laughs> got out of my bed and was like, Ugh! and I was like angry, but I like it was a good angry because it was a twist, and that's what I like, and I wasn't expecting it. Um, I think of all the the big, like, mashup big actor movies um, that the small amount that I've seen, this was probably one of the best. They, they did it really well. It wasn't like, you know, how's it going, you know, just to show their face, you know. They actually, yeah. they did, there yeah. was good acting in it. Um, but, you know, that that's always my, my first instinct is, okay, you know, it's, it's going to take away from the movie for me because I'm going to be focused on all these big actors, you know what I mean? I, I like someone that I don't know blowing me out of the water like, oh, my God, you did a fantastic job, and it's believable because you don't have that recognizable face. You know what I mean? But um, the, the, key, the key is, though, despite seeing the big names, the Alec Baldwin's, mm-hmm. the Martin Sheen's, the Matt Damon's, the Mark Wahlberg's, did they suspend disbelief enough to the point where you could say, there were, I forgot that I was watching. There was a Martin point Sheen. I got lost okay. in, in, into it. That's a huge compliment for yeah. actor. I, I was say, yeah, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I think everyone's parts in that movie were so well written and so uh, well displaced to to them as 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 an actor. There there was there was really no one that completely shined in that movie. Uh, it, it was it was really about all of them, and it came together to to me seamlessly. Oh, I mean, I I think Leonardo DiCaprio's character shined, and it, it pissed me off. I mean, he was he was he was a main <laughs> right, character, yeah, right. but it pissed me off. Why did it, you're not uh, a, not a DiCaprio no, fan? No, no, it pissed me off at the end of the movie. You know. Oh, what, okay. What transpired? But I think I think enough was, people have seen it by now. It too. was still well, yeah, we, spoiler let, alert. Let, let, let's say spoiler free. I mean, so far we've been right, spoiler right. free. I think yeah. we can continue without the spoilers. Fair enough. Yeah, I like yeah. to I like to continue without spoilers because there's a lot of people out there that like the show and like to listen afterwards when they're doing their own thing. Yeah. But don't necessarily want it to be spoiled, and I'm telling you, it's great. So, and we've heard from Corey's friends and mine and, and a few others that, hey, you got to be careful what you're telling people to do because some of us take this to heart and we watch the shit you guys tell <laughs> right. us to. Right. And for the one guy who just doesn't watch a lot of movies, for mm-hmm. you to recommend it, it carries more weight than if I did or Jimmy did or Corey did. Yeah. So, second, so great pick. Um, second was. Hold uh, on. Yes, sir. <laughs> This is a review, not a question board. But anyhow. Yeah, I know, and I'm a little upset. I'm not going to lie. What's, what's, what are you upset <laughs> So, first of all, none of those people are cameos. There no, was only yeah, one, true. There was right. only one cameo in there, and I'm very upset that you did not bring it up. I don't know actors like that, so I may have not noticed. Well, it wasn't an actor. It was actually, a, I guess it wouldn't say a cameo of an actor, but more of a name. Okay. So, the, the, the movie, The Departed, was based on a... Uh, uh, Chinese film, I think, Chinese, Japanese, called Infernal Affairs. So it was a reworking of that story. Yeah, Bob's going to go a lot deeper than what I. But, about, but because it was based in Boston, it was shocker. based on a famous, on a famous Boston mafia figure. Yeah, and I think that's the name that you're talking about. No, and now I'm no, disappointed not. in you. Oh, okay. The entire right. set. 
Corey, butt plug and all, I'd rather be on this side right now. That's wow. right. That's go, right. Go, go explain yourself, Crip. Yeah. Is Jimmy Pappas not in that fucking movie? That's true. Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah. Jesus criminy. I cannot believe it. And I can't believe it. it was like one of the first things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because what they were like, they were looking for him, right? Or something like that. He, no, they set him up for a murder. Jimmy's yeah. not having a good day tonight. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Pappas. Yeah, they came. Down came in Providence. Up. Yeah. I do remember that now that you said that. Um, but yeah, that's so. Anyway, go thank, on. Thanks second. for bringing that. <laughs> Continue I'm on. Gonna, as, I'm as, uh, as self-serving as that may be, you think it was self-serving. You just think there's a lot of respect here. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, you think you know a guy. And so, <laughs> any further thoughts on the departed, Krabby? Yeah, and drink more makers for Warty Six if you don't mind. So, no, that's it. It's all, all I right. got. It's all I got. No, everything was, else, everything great. else you just said. I would just say the cool thing about mm-hmm. that movie sure. that I that I found in. I think it might have been even. I might. I think I would have uh, respected this more later because I think I learned more about this later. I think initially when I saw that movie, I thought everybody that was in that movie got paid like a star. And then, not getting into it, but there's some things I learned about the business later on through some things, and to find out that, I mean, like Martin Sheen didn't make shit, and neither did Mark Wahlberg. Really? And yeah. that, no, they were like literally paid like the fifth and sixth Scale. actor. Yeah, and that. You get and to so, that point, you, you got to make some decisions, I would no, assume. No, like they, oh, no, 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 like no, there no, was no, even no. stories behind it. Like they picked it because just because you said because the script was so good. Uh-huh. So they, that were, they picked it. They, they, they said, they, I want to do this. They so be, regardless they of the part money. Of it. That, Mark like, Wahlberg specifically. I heard so, Mark so Wahlberg talk so about So basically this. they said, like, we we can't afford to pay you what the, the first couple a Leonardo DiCaprio was the main was the star of that movie and got paid, and Matt Damon was number two. And well, all the hold, rest of them were three, four as you go down. Hold on. Hold on. The, the movie was directed by Scorsese. Mm-hmm. So Scor- Martin Scorsese has done, he directed Goodfellas, which you were assigned and you've watched. Correct. Um, a number of other movies, but had never been nominated for an Oscar. But it was so well respected as a director that everybody else, lower than Damon and DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson, all just said, I want to work with. I, on this night, oh, Scorsese's got a uh, a flick coming up, and the script is yeah. about. Let's just say it's based on the Whitey Bulger character from Boston. Mm-hmm. I want to be part of it. I don't care what you pay me. I I, I don't need my regular yeah. fee. I, I just want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And so they cast them in those roles. Yeah. So it's not because they're like we can't pay you. It's not because they're like hey, I I, I don't need the money. The, they literally just wanted to work with him. Like, I don't care what you use me for. I want to work with you. And the other thing was I heard about this, too, is not only just with him, but those guys together. Like, they were all cool with each other. Like, it wasn't just about working for him. When they heard all those guys were starting to come on, they all a, wanted to work together. Like a ripple effect, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, all, I will say, it, it seems like that that group of, of, of guys and, and that cast, seems like they, they would get along very well together. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, and I, I dig that kind of stuff. I mean, so, it would be like all of us meeting down the line someplace. Uh, right, right. Some project. Are you comparing us to the cast of The Departed? Are you the man <laughs> that destroyed no, the buffet? And, and I'll, I'll apologize because I surprisingly I didn't I didn't bring up Jack Nicholson, and he did a fucking phenomenal job. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely fantastic. The hand in the bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, by just, the way, was all improv Oh, was like, it? Like, wasn't in the script. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, so, ironically, Nick, too, is this is one of probably my top ten favorite movies. That was great. And all the rest of those movies that I was talking about before, like A Scent of a Woman. Yeah. Where if it's on, I'll watch it no matter what time it is. 
the part that I won't do it with. But it's one of my one gotta, of my favorite movies. Got to be in the mood for it, or well, you know what? It's so intense with some of the things like Bob was talking about. Like if it's late at night, like I. I won't even if those other ones I might get three hours sleep. If I watch the Departed, I won't get any hours sleep. You know what I mean? Like I just be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's man. movies you were like, I know what happens. I can. It's a comforting like blanket that I can use to to fall asleep around. Mm-hmm. But then there's other ones where like if I put it on, yeah. you're gonna I'm watch it all, gonna, the, yeah, all the way yeah, through. I'm not gonna sleep until it's done. Got to stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm go so geeked you liked it, man. It's just oh, unfortunately it was fantastic. Didn't bring out the Jimmy Pappas thing, but that's okay. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> it's all good, man. So number number two, love your house. Number thank you. <laughs> number two was uh, My home. Number two was McClintock, um, which was a John Wayne flick. Um, never surprisingly, as much as I I love country music and the whole Western uh, mindset, and and from being like Southern mindset kind of thing. Uh, never ever saw a John Wayne flick ever. Um, that was your. That was the first John Wayne movie you've ever seen. Ever. Wait, hold on. Didn't I give you a a, a Blu-ray of The Searchers? That was my dad's. Yeah, and you said you know it doesn't matter. It's not an assignment. One, <laughs> no, one, it isn't. But you still day, never want one okay. day if you go one downstairs. Day. All right. yeah. So one day, hopefully, that will. Yeah, soon it'll come. happen. It'll happen okay for sure. Um, God, I wish I had known that before I assigned this to you. I did not know that was your first. Oh, dude, John Wayne film. It was amazing. It was it was really great. It was you know starting out. It's so rough. It's such a rough road with dated movies. You know, it's 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 to get yourself back in the mindset of the time. It's it's difficult. You know, and and you you see all the isms that are going on, and it in it from watching something recent to going back to that it's for me it's hard to get back into but after that 15 to 20 minutes of getting invested and and kind of reprogramming your mind to watch a dated movie um sometimes it can just take you away and that's what the movie did for me it really did um the acting from the boyfriend uh in the movie which i also thought was pretty cool and little Easter egg I ended up finding out from from doing the X-ray and searching was that it was John Wayne's son, and I had no clue. Uh, one of John Wayne's sons, Patrick Wayne. Uh, I don't yeah, know any actors. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. So, but it, for me, it was by accident. I just happened to be looking up. I'm like, who are all these people? And I'm searching, and they're like, oh, this is John Wayne's son. He's in a lot of movies with him. And I'm like, what? So that was like. Huh? <laughs> like that, uh-huh. that, that was really cool. I take uh, offense to that. Is but that it was supposed to be a Scooby Doo reference. No, but it okay. was it was cool that you know he's having his son play the boyfriend of supposedly his daughter in the movie. But it was absolutely fantastic. It was my own fault that I waited so long for to to butt up these like bookend these movies together. Um, but. I've it's a six day work week for me, and I did four and a half hours of of movies. <laughs> so, I can't believe you watched both of them. Oh yeah, to be honest with you, outstanding, Nick. Yeah, it was fantastic. As much as I was upset about you not mentioning Jimmy Pappas, I'm more <laughs> impressed. <laughs> right, so a question a for you, Jimmy. Yeah, given that that was his very first John Wayne film, if you if it was up to you to assign the him another John Wayne film, which one would you assign to him? Was over here just hoping you would never ask. I can't stand John Wayne. 
But you know that he really loves westerns, and that I never watched the film. You really never have. I, you know what happened? I and I think, and I will explain what happened. Sure, is the westerns that I watched prior to John Wayne mm-hmm. were the Clint Eastwood westerns. Right. I fell in love with those so much. The John Western, John Wayne, I just Could, couldn't get. On I board can't with it. stand him. No. No, okay. Public Enemy came out with the "Fight the Power" song in the middle of "Fight the Power." It says Elvis was a hero to most. Elvis was a hero to most, but it didn't mean shit to me. And he says, "Motherfuck him and John Wayne." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" Yeah, I can, like, like, I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, bitch." Yep. That's First, how I, I was feel. like, "Man, my dad will hate that." But then I was like, "Yeah, right." But yeah, I just, I just couldn't. Okay, it's just one of those things, and I, and I know I am in the minority of that. <laughs> That's no, no, but, but the way you but explain I think, it, but I, I think it's the Clint Eastwood it. thing. I think yeah. I, I thought about it over the time, and I'm like, I think it's Clint Eastwood because I watched. Right. I probably watched three or four Clint Eastwoods prior to that. Yeah, it kind of got me on that, you know, on that spectrum. And then uh, the John Wayne thing, I was just like, mm. I mean, right. you you picked your team, you know. It, there's the but without knowing it, you East, know? Eastwood camp and Wayne camp, I'm sure, and it's got to be divided. <laughs> and yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's no other West, and to be honest with you, it's like Eastwood and no other camp. Like there's no other westerns. I guess the closest, he set the bar for you. Closest quote unquote western that you would say. I mean, one of my favorite movies is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, I'm right there with you, you know? buddy. Um, and then the other Redford one, um, or not the other Redford one, the other Paul Newman, uh, Cool Hand Luke. Oh yeah, you're thinking of the salad dressing. <laughs> He might oh, be. the Newman salad. He might be. I'm, as soon as you said that, I'm thinking hair. I'm thinking salad for the hair. I'm like, no, this no. Hair wasn't that curly then. You know, the salad dressing was his own. <laughs> Stop you. It. Stop it. You. No, 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 no. You. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I, God, I was hoping. The whole time Nick was talking, I was like, man, I hope Bob doesn't ask me a John Wayne question. Yeah, Pete, <laughs> oh, I'm just sorry. the fact that I wouldn't want it on recording so... either. Just the slight chance my dad could hear this. I'm oh, like, because he probably disowned me. Took me to 25 before I started liking Kalamala Autos, and my dad wanted to disown What? Me. Right. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I've got a three-pound tub of them upstairs it's if all you good. want some. <laughs> oh, I do. I'd eat the whole three-pound tub now. Oh, but until I was knows. 25, I didn't. My dad used to say I was the mailman. You know, I've got a, it's going to get weird here after the I've got a snow sho- I've got a snow shovel. Just open your mouth when you get upstairs. What, what, a, what Greek doesn't like Kalamata Autos? So my dad's always 25. He used to say I was the mailman's kid. So. <laughs> these These are actually imported from Greece, so. Absolutely. That's right, the best kind. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a uh, Schnauzka shot right now. So if you mm-hmm. are listening to us in the future, uh, you can take this opportunity now to pause us. And I just want to say also, <laughs> just a, just as a side note here, is that Jimmy Pappas yeah. drinks straight bourbon. So if you ever see him not drinking the shot and drinking out of his glass, I am drinking straight whiskey. We so. may be listening to this in the year 3000. And you're back. Please Cheers. join us. Cheers. All righty. Where did you get the olives from, Nick? Um, Restaurant Depot. Uh, so we have a membership through where who's I work. Uh, my uncle, who's an executive chef. The Royal We. I work with him. I'll catch you up when we go upstairs. But Oh, he's got this change, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah all the food photos. You never seen any of that on, on Facebook of stuff I'm posting? Yeah, but I thought it was in your kitchen. He's scrolls past it. I'll show you Nick, I'm not even kidding. I was year like, and a half. Year and a half I've been working with him. 
All those photos, Nick, I thought were coming out of your house. No, I was like, man, Nick no. is just Nick's like, got a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> not even, no, not that. I'm just like, Nick is tearing it up in his kitchen. Like, not, and I know you got the sweet-ass back you know, area, and I'm like thinking grill and smoker and all that. And I'm like, Nick is just I, like. So I, Jimmy's I, going to bed every night going, Nick Bader is the hardest-working man in yeah. show business. No. <laughs> yeah. I, can I just point out that I really, How? I really appreciate <laughs> you pointing out that I have the sweetest back area. That, that was oh, nice. totally that made me feel nice. The, bad, the best thing is, before break, I thought it was See, awesome until I saw you, the... Uh, really, he has the sweetest backyard. If he would have a pool, it would make it the best. Okay, that's what I was looking for. He's, got, he's got a back, pond. All I heard was back area. So. A pond might be yeah. good for you. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but if you just have a pool and nothing else, I mean, that's not shit. Wow. Yeah, okay. so anyhow... I, I believe you came on a podcast previously <laughs> that uh, was Corey, pretty it's much not, catered to you. It's not a competition, Corey. It's not a competition. The poolside podcast we did? Yeah, yeah. What's that got to do with the, <laughs> you just got a pool? It doesn't mean shit. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> no, I, I know. But you, I like your house. I like your mom's house. Right? All right. Yeah, that, yeah. Be, be fair. I am. Yeah, she house. was awesome. She was a great host. That is twice tonight that Corey's been stopping. She ran us out by, by Jimmy Babbitt. Fantastic <laughs> snacks. And yeah, that was a great night. Yeah, yeah they were they were entrees. She she kept the entrees like you, rolling out did. to the backyard. Yeah, I did feel hey. like it was in a Margaritaville thing. You got yeah. a pool. What gives? Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want an award for you, it? You, so anyway, Nick, I just thought you were you just took like cooking, you know, on her to like another I'm, level, right? Yeah, like I'm Greek. Like cooking's in our blood. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. thought maybe it just hit you and you were just going. I never once thought it was someplace else. But oh, you yeah. looked at the pictures and like, oh, so he's working on the backyard and he's cooking these amazing meals, plus working an eight hour. A day job. I no. thought it was twelve hours. So, job. so to be just, honest with just you, doing just, what? Just a quick snippet for you, and I'll catch you up later. My uncle is from London by marriage. He's from London. He's from London, baby. <laughs> well, he's not from London by he, marriage. He but. went. You're right. That's why I said. And so he's from that's London. Not it. I'm with okay. you. Okay. Yep. So hold on one second. Gotcha. Which one is is Bob? <laughs> some? All right. So um, he's from London uh, by marriage, and anyhow, so. He was an executive chef. He worked at um, he worked at the uh, whatchamacallit hotel. What was it? The the Beatles song. I okay. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Is that a hotel? I have no idea. The Beatles song, Bob, that they sang you about make the that hotel. Savoy uh, yeah, Savoy Hotel in London. Savoy Truffle. Yep. Yep. Uh, he worked at the Savoy Hotel in London, which the Beatles sang about Savoy truffles, which was the dessert. Um, but I he, know this is not going to be um, popular either, but the Beatles are right there with John. Jesus. With, with, oh, uh, my with, God. Okay. With, uh, anyhow, wow. real, before you guys right go down there. that road, so hold, go on, ahead. hold on. Go ahead, Nick. So anyhow, executive chef went to school with, went to school with Gordon Ramsay. Went to school with him. Is Dude. he as big a dick? It, no, wait, is no, Gordon no, Ramsay with the Beatles and John no, Wayne in the same shit bucket? No, he's not. Right. Actually, Mike, Mike's actually, a bigger dick than. No, Mike's not <laughs> at all. Nick, I'm focused on you. I no. got you, buddy. Actually, he told me, he said, oh, yeah, Gordon. Yeah, he was he was an asshole, and we were going to, uh, you know, before college. Love your uncle. Or love your uncle. And he's like, oh, he, he came on to, uh, not came on to him, but he's oh, like. I was No, he's like, he came up to me, like, incorrectly. Like, like didn't come correct to him, basically, what he was trying to say. And he said he laid him out. He said he just knocked him out on the floor. Dude, where's your uncle tonight? He's he's mm. been here, but he hasn't been uh, on the show. No, but Again, I mean, that, is he working or anything? Can we go see him? It's after? a whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's a whole dude, thing. That's we'll, fantastic. We'll tell you later. But yep. the guy's brilliant. 
He's a brilliant chef, and I've worked with him for the past he, year and a half. He does he does make some great food, and and Nick has learned to make a, a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. And, dude, and, and Nick, Nick, dude, the stuff they that Nick brings back, um, I think it's it, fantastic. It, it, though it, it shows you what Facebook how it can how it can misconstrue. And you're not even trying, right? Like just telling me on my end, I'm like, fuck, huh. Nick is just Look at that killing kitchen. it. I'm like, Nick is absolutely. Well, I'm just looking at the. It finished- looks bigger than when I was there last. No, time. no, you know, I was actually just looking at finished project or products. I yeah. don't think I ever really saw any of the kitchen stuff. I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, man, Nick is freaking killing it. I'm like, he must just be like, dude, I am like culinary. <laughs> I'm going at it right now. I think Krabby must think that I own a record store on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, look, Nick made 15 lobsters in Oh, no, I got that bit. Oh, I got Bob, Bob pressed 15,000 records. This Saturday weekend. morning bit. I got that. <laughs> I got it. I got But I, you but, never thought that I pressed those records in my living room. No. no okay. Even, for a second. <laughs> okay. Not even. He's aware you can't do that. <laughs> no, I just I just knew the bit. I mean, <laughs> with you, yeah. no chance. No, no chance. Nick, but there's yeah, a chance. Totally. <laughs> yeah, legit. Well, so. he's just showing them food. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I get food. it. <laughs> I've seen it. I've been there. It's fucking food. But to answer your question and somehow come full circle, he belongs to a membership to Restaurant Depot, any kind of restaurant. Um, that's where we get the supplies or any, any anywhere around North here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Where's the closest one here? You got to have the in Dearborn, actually. There's one in Dearborn? Okay. And you have to have a membership. And we went in you and, one and in surprisingly amazing things in this place. And that's how you got the Kalamata? Yeah. And the Kalamatas. Yeah, dude. Giant container. If you ever want, uh, just giving you a real quick, if you ever want like smaller version of that stuff and you want it imported from Greece, you're not too far away, right? On um, on Dick's in Allen Park is Monroe Bakery, which used to be mm-hmm. the Monroe Bakery that was in Greektown when Greektown was truly Greektown before it became... Run by the man. No, it's Monroe not. Are you sure it's your yeah. sure it's not Lincoln Park? Because my favorite intersection in Lincoln Park is Dixon Champaign. So I'm not sure what you're telling me, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But Monroe Bakery, I got, and I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> no, 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 not touching that one. No, no, Monroe Bakery. Yeah. So if you ever want some local and you you know, want to get the Greek bread, the imported feta, uh-huh. the imported feta, and all that, right. you want a smaller scale so you don't have to buy shovels worth. You know yeah. what I mean. They got it there, and they imported Kabbalah. Really? Kabbalah, yep. Awesome. Yeah, man. so that was the only thing, even though they moved out of Greektown, the best thing was, I mean, not for me living in Ferndale now, but the rest of my family living downriver, best thing was is they moved the bakery downriver. <laughs> so so nice. it was like, that sucks, but that's fantastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. So. Jimmy Pappas, come alive in the last half. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do uh, new assignments for next week. So, um, just looking at the uh, randomized formula. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you didn't even run it, but go ahead. I totally did. You want me to run it again? No, Can we, no. before we get into this? Yeah. One second here. Sure. You know what? I, did you ever get the actual, from my assignment to Danielle, what was her actual review of? Son of a Woman? Son of a Woman. She's going to have to give that to you. Okay. Maybe yeah, I can that, call that, her yeah. Now, I don't know why she wouldn't have given it to you. She she should have given it in the podcast right after she came back at having watched it because the rule has been, like, you don't have to be here for her to give her a review. Yeah. I, I think that was the weird time right when we were going into COVID and yeah. we started doing the remote podcasts. Right. 
Yeah, and this just would have happened. I mean, we're talking only two months ago too. Like she initially, when I gave it to her, yeah, it wasn't free on any of the streaming services. And then two months ago, I saw it come up, and I just happened to hit her up with a text and say, "Hey, it's on there. Take a look at it." She's like, "Oh, I'll have to watch it." And then she never, I never got a response back. So, right. Yeah, I I think it occurred right right when we were going into COVID, and we were doing the remote remote podcast. Yeah, and she wasn't on the remote ones because it was. Too much bandwidth for our house to even <laughs> yeah. take in. Yeah, there was a bit of a challenge that we had. So but, it was just okay. it was just me on there. So so okay, maybe I can call in or something on another podcast. And no, no, no. I, no. I, 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 so what'll happen is the next time she comes, I'm going to remind her that she needs to give that. If she says, "Oh, I gave it already," I'll probably ask her to do it yeah, quickly she, again. Oh, she, she would definitely, do, and then yeah. I'll shoot the link to you so you can at least hear that. So we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure something else out. I mean, uh, I've been noticing the viewers like spike up to six, drop down to one. Um, on the second half, they've they've dropped back down to one again. Um, yep. Terry had had let us know that there's a lot of static. I just reviewed some of it, and we are going in and out all the time. Uh, that noise that we had before. So I don't know what that is. We'll have to do some. Some kind of a trial and error afterwards. And so we apologize if you can even hear us, but um, listen to the audio podcast. Hopefully uh, yeah, it should be crystal clear. Let's let's finish that up and um, we'll, we'll do some testing and figure it out going forward. So, okay, so new assignments. Um, I have Nick. Corey has me. Uh, Krabby has Corey. And Nick has Krabby. So, while uh, does it? So everybody got that? Yes. Everybody good? Jimmy, you good? I got Corey. Yep. Uh, so while you're thinking about that, I'm gonna give you a, a bit of a window to think about it because I forgot to give my review. <laughs> that is true. Which was what, Corey? I I don't have yours in in my notes. To you be honest, you don't remember what you assigned me. Oh, uh, I signed Danielle last week. No. no what did I sign you? The Goonies. No, I that was know. me, buddy. Was yeah. it you? Fuck. Yeah, I was say, dude, All right. take better Will notes. You, hold, no, no, hold on. I don't, I, take, no, I don't take notes on who assigned what to whom, but I remember that you two I motherfuckers were, were cackling like yeah. schoolgirls about was, the fact that I got to sign this movie. It was hilarious because yes. you, you should have seen it by now. And, Absolutely, right. 100%. And so... But but I happen to be at this table looking at directly at you, so I thought it was you. So aside from Nick Bader, I had to watch The Goonies. Yeah. So, um, so The Goonies came out in 1985. The Goonies is a movie that was executive produced by Steven Spielberg, uh, but directed by the guy who did Superman, Richard Donner. And from all accounts... It seems like this movie was just sort of a cash grab on the type of sort of teen comedy slash adventure movies that were going on. But Steven Spielberg basically gave the screenwriter and the director free reign to do his vision, which was, I want to see a movie with a bunch of adorable kids going on a crazy, fantastic adventure and just go. And, and that's what they did. So Goonies was in 1985. I was born in 69, so, by the, so I was 16 almost by the time that the Goonies was released. 
So I was a little bit too old for it to hit for me. What do you mean, no? Have you seen The Goonies? When did you see The Goonies? How old were you when you watched it, Corey? I've seen it several times over How old were you when you watched it? Uh, Probably about 13. Okay, I was 16. So you didn't watch it at 16. It doesn't matter. (laughs) The the age that you are when you watch it is how you perceive it. Okay. I'm not talking about the year you watched it. I'm talking about how old you were when you saw The Goonies. But you refused to watch it at 16. I Well, it came out when I was 16, so mm-hmm. I had a choice, and I'm like, nah, fuck this movie. It, it doesn't look interesting to me. Okay. But when, but it was already, it had already been out for years by the time that Corey watched it, and Corey, as a 12-year-old boy, said, yeah, that's a movie that, that looks interesting to me, and it, and it had a big impact on him. I don't know how old you were when you watched it. Much older than that. Much older than 12 or 13? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, it, it didn't have a big impact. I mean, it was just a movie I saw yeah. throughout the years that I, I, I knew it was a, a big production and a, and a big movie. Yeah. But it wasn't something that I, I sought out. So I'll, I'll give you, found you that. It on your, you found it on your own? Basically, yes. Okay. Uh, for me, it was like, box office hit of 1985 it was not number one number one in 1985 was any guesses crabby no idea 85 i wasn't alive best uh, top movie of 85 come on buddy it was uh got this (laughs) can i get out it was a it was a it was a a lifeline or it was a uh a huge factor in the movie itself the year 1985 it was a point that they returned to over and over again in the movie. Back to the Future. That's it. Number one movie of 85, Back to the Future. So as a 16-year-old, or I guess it was 15 and a half at the time, I, I was a Back to the Future fucking fanatic. I loved Back to the Future. It spoke to me like nobody's business. It was about a, a teenager who thought he had it all together but sort of figured everything out had a crazy yeah, no, friend who was like, everyone knows back to the future yeah, but, yeah. but not everybody knows the good so in comparison the goonies i'm like what the fuck is going on i'm looking at the goonies and it's got it's got some big names in it it's got josh brolin is the older brother um it's got Corey feldman who rose to fucking infamy on the back of the, the fucking Lost Boys and sex tapes and I assume whatever else came after. And meth. Yeah. yeah, a lot of shit. Um, and some of the girls that were there, um, Carrie Green was a big, like, 80s teen star. Um, Martha Plimpton. I don't know if you know the name, but we, we've seen her in, like, a ton of shit, you know, growing up when we did. So I recognize a lot of faces in this movie, but the the one face that I've recognized that I'm like, oh, motherfucker, it's Short Round from fucking Temple of Doom <laughs> was was the kid with all the gadgets on his belt was fucking Short Round. I'm like, I know that kid. I've oh, seen Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. I've seen you in Temple of Doom a hundred times. He was a Chinese kid. Yeah. Korean, Chinese, Japanese. I didn't want to be so racially insensitive, but that's fine. Nick Nick was looking at me like, what are they talking about? Uh, Because he's never seen Temple of Doom. I got it. So so I I wouldn't give him a little insight. Do you remember what the character's name was in in Goonies? 
Fuck no. <laughs> no, I can't. Right. To hell so, name. so Short Round was in The Goonies. But I, I'm watching this movie going, I get what they're trying to do, uh, but they, they're trying a little bit, they're trying like way too hard. Not to mention, every bit of dialogue in that movie, it's like everybody's screaming. Like they just told the kids, like just shout everything you got to say. At the top of your lungs, how you feel about what you just saw or what you're going to do or how mad you are at this guy over here or what you're going to do, just shout it out. It got to the point where I'm like, I can't fucking take this anymore. I, I, I really can't. I, I get what you're doing. Um, I'd heard about this movie. I'd never watched it all the way through, so I will say thanks for making me watch it all the way through. It connected some of the dots that I really had. There was this big, ugly guy who was in the movie who mm-hmm. I found out was John Matusak, who played football uh, back, in, back in the day yeah. and was in, do you remember the movie Caveman? Oh, yeah. With Ringo yeah. Starr and Catherine Bach, who, who he actually married? Yeah. John Matusak was in fucking Caveman. And I remember Caveman being on, on TV in the 80s and watched it in my parents' bedroom while they were fucking asleep. <laughs> and, they, and they didn't know. But I'm like, oh, no, I want to watch all the adult movies that I can. <laughs> John Matusak was a, a, a motherfucker of an athlete, of a football star, who died at the age of, like, 37. He was, like, uh, the first one. Now, they haven't proven this, but this, he's, like, the first of the steroid users. So he had a brain, yeah. brain cancer. I, I don't know what the cause of death was, but he was cancer. super young when he died. In fact, cancer. he died, like, two years after... The Goonies was made. He died in like eighty seven or eighty eight. So it was so a lot of the movie was like, oh my god, I know that guy. I know that guy it was like a big, um, you know, walk down memory lane for me. But at the end of the day, um, I tried to watch it, going like, how would I feel about this movie if I was fifteen and a half when it came out? And I, and I'm like, I just don't know that I would have. It just it just kind of passed me by. I, I outgrew it before it came out, and I'm glad I finally got to see it at 51. But, like, if yeah. I was 15 and a half, I don't know that I really would have been interested in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Correction. Not steroid and brain cancer. He was a... Take that back, just for the record. Don't <laughs> for, jo- for the Jama Tusak uh, estate. It was the other one. It wasn't the, the steroids. Other. It was the overdose on pa- uh, pain medicine. Pain meds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They think he had an enlarged heart too, but it was. Uh, but he was taking ma- pain meds since he left the NFL. In it, yeah, well, thirty-eight. Yeah, he must have left it. Yeah, he brought, at yeah. that time, probably left it. Yeah, because they were leaving the NFL at. Okay. Thirty-five at that time. Yeah, but he was a beast. He was on the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, he was a fucking. He was on the Raiders. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's my review of the Goonies. But thanks, fellas. All right. Thanks, fellas, for assigning it. Good 30 second review. Dude, do you know how long you guys' reviews were? And Not as long two, as that. Did two of them. Hey, yeah. I know. I, 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 I know I we, go like, very, we go long, but. Yeah. Plus, I thought this was one that you guys I'm, were. No, no, oh, no, dude. That, that happy was to review. sign it to be an instantly not interested in my review. Dude, no, no definitely not the case. Not the case. All right. So. Uh, I've got Nick, uh, Corey's got me, uh, Krabby has Corey, and Nick has Krabby. Who's ready to go? Krabby, have you seen Fractured? No. Netflix, watch it. Fractured. Fractured. Yep. Uh, movie or series? or It's a movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, Corey, 
First of all, let me ask you, were you a fan of The Sopranos? Never watched it. Well, there you go. There's a good idea. If you <laughs> Next. Go with somebody else. Let's go to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, come <laughs> back. I'll come back. All right, Bob, I, I, I got yours. Um, okay, go ahead. Spycraft on Netflix. A show or a movie? It's a documentary, believe it or not. It's it, it, fucking surprise. And Corey loves I got it. Spycraft. Nick Bader. I I could go with another Western just to sort of uh, cannonball that shit. Okay. <laughs> cannonball, we big at you. Um, but I think based on what we've been talking about, I want you to watch Scent of a Woman. Okay. Jimmy, you approve? Yeah, I don't think I've ever... Uh, that's the first time I think I've heard of it. We get assigned twice to two different people. I, I think we determined that we could, we could do that. Yeah, let's yeah. not go into... For the love of God, let's not go into <laughs> no, the no, whole we, thing of that. Yeah, we, we have, we've, we've talked about the rules a couple of times. So. <laughs> Everybody knows rules. One bite. Everybody knows rules. Yeah. Okay, so that leaves uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Given a recommendation for Corey. I'm looking here. Corey, did you watch The Sons of Anarchy? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, I did. Unfortunately. So you didn't care Not a fan? Not a fan. Fuck. But you watched the whole thing? I did. Wow. Actually, and and, and Joe can attest to that. Okay. That's impressive. Joe's not on this podcast any longer. (laughs) 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 I'd like to introduce the next segment called Fuck Joe. Wow. Um, let's see. I don't see Joe. Uh, I don't see Jimmy getting it. Was, to, it was to Joe's more, podcast? It was actually more for his cousin Kimmy at the time. Yeah, okay. Joe. I thought you bring a good guest on here, dude. If yeah, he's was, put that, a little bit of thought into anybody it. with an. You know, we could do normal. We we could. Uh, do you want to close it after this, or you want to do a little? I think we still got uh, maybe ten minutes left. We could do a quick pick of the week. Someone said they had a pick of the week. So I do have a pick right, of the week. But, but I'm saying let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's go it. right into that and he can come back to. Yes. The, By okay. the time you get to my pick of the week, I'll be ready for something for fuckface here. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, uh, I'm completely annoyed. So you still got a graphic, Corey, for pick of the week? <laughs> I do. Uh, let's do that. <laughs> so for pick of the week this week, I will kick it off uh, so Jimmy can have some time looking for a pick for fuckface over there. Uh, I'm a, my pick of the week uh, this week is for the Boston Scally Company. Uh, in honor of our special guest uh, and his triumphant return, James Pappas, um, and his Kangol cap, um, I thought I would um, give a shout-out to the Boston Scally Company for the Scally cap that uh, I I bought. Um, uh, Joe's also bought a couple of their Scally caps. Uh, I've got a good friend, uh, my friend SOB from uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, who also is a frequent customer of the Boston Scally Company. For Scally Cap. So if you're looking for something along those lines, you don't necessarily have to be Irish, clearly. You so, can be German. So where is it? Uh, you can go online to... Uh, no, Bo- no. Where, where's yours? Uh, it's at home. Why aren't you wearing it? Uh, because do I really want to upstage Mr. Pappas wearing the Kangol with my own Scally for some reason? Yes. Plus, it's the summertime. I don't wear fucking Scallies in the summertime. You yeah. don't wear a hat ever. So I do. I've worn it on the podcast. Ah. Not in the summertime. It's too fucking hot to wear a hat on your head. Usually only we're out on the river. I don't understand what you just said, but we'll say uh, bostonscally.com. If you're interested, uh, take a look there and um, 
know what? Feel a little bit Irish just for a minute. All right. That's my pick. Corey, you got one? I do. Uh, I know I've reviewed Duke Cannon products you in the have. past. You have. But this is a very specific one. Kook Dannon? Duke Cannon. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, it's a dry ice deodorant. Wait, hold on. Is it from Duke Cannon? Yes. So you're doing another Duke Cannon product? Yes, very, uh, but very specific, specific one. Okay. Uh, dry ice deodorant. It, <laughs> dude, you put it on. It there's a chilling effect all throughout the day. So it's aptly named, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Oh, very. All right. Uh, the only thing I say, go get it and try it out because it, it's <laughs> it, it's it's the best deodorant I've ever purchased. Okay. Uh, but you have to buy it online, right? It's not available in stores. No, uh, Target sells it. Target does. Okay. Yes. And we are not sponsored by Duke Cannon. Or Target. Or, or anyone else, for that matter. Yes. But I will say, going forward, and after this review, not including this review, we probably need to put a rule on that I'm not... what. So the manufacturer, like, you get one recommendation. You can't do multiple, like, I'm going to do one Duke Cannon product, and then a month later, I'm going to do another. Come on. All right. All right. All right. So I'm going to let this go. No, no. This is good. I'm going to let it slide um, and go. But I think going forward, like, if I was to come back and I'll be like, hey, there's a new Boston Scally cap. Like, I would expect you to go like, okay, come on. I I, I get you. But, dude, this is a a way different product than anything I've ever (laughs) done. No, but it's still the same manufacturer. I get it. I get it. All right. But. It was. It's that amazing to actually bring up the manufacturer again. So. Okay, but from now, Duke Cannon is off the books from right, now on. Gotcha, no more gotcha. Duke Cannon. I think you got to cover. Fair enough. There, I, I but Nick had a similar product that had come up a couple of times um, that I think you know sl- slid under the radar. I can't remember what it was, but along the same I, lines, like I get, okay, we got to cut it. the manufacturer down to like it. one per per pick. All right. Jimmy, you ready with a with a gentleman's pick for Corey? Or you still need a little more time. I go pick of the week, or you want me to go gentleman's? You got to put that mic right up to your mouth. You want gentleman's? Uh, Let's close or? out the gentleman's. Yep. Okay. Um, have you seen the man on man on fire with Denzel Washington? I have. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, <laughs> good luck, buddy. Keep going. Nick, you got a pick. Uh, have you seen? No. Okay. No, go it's ahead. all good. Yep. I got some backups here. All right. Take, keep take going. Keep okay. going. Um. Have you seen the series on HBO Max, Mayor of Eastwood? No. Okay, so Mayor of Eastwood. That's <laughs> Mayor of Eastwood. Mayor. Okay. M-A-R-E. E- I oh. think it's East Town. East Town. No, hold on. M- M-A-R-E of East Town. Hold on, let me yeah. double check. I, I think so. This I've not seen it, but I I think uh, Tony was raving about that. East Town, yeah, Mayor yeah, of yeah. East Town. He was going to watch it, yeah. M-A-R-E? M A R E. Mayor like Mayor is her like last a horse. first name. Yeah. 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 Like Mayor a, of like a horse. Very much like a horse. All right. Cool. All right. Nick Bader, you got a pick? I do. Pick of the week. Uh for me is gonna be Lamomo LED neon flex lights. Um I just put them around my bar outside. They're completely waterproof. Um they basically are flex yes, Bob. Very slowly, the very first word you said, the, the manufacturer. It's Lamomo, L-A-M-O-M-O. Got it. Um, LED neon flex lights. Um, they're basically very flexible silicone rope lights uh, that 
are LED, but you you there's no way to discern that they're LED. They're, they don't have the individual diodes that you see. So basically, it's like a flexible light um, made of silicone that emulates 1,000% uh, any color of neon that you can think of, like a neon... Uh, like a neon sign that you'd pay a lot of money for. Um, and I put mine outside. They look awesome. They're really, really bright. Um, but yeah, L-A-M, O-M-O on Amazon LED neon flex lights. All right, sir. So, yeah, all right. So, Jimmy, back to you. Um, we've You've got the pick. You yeah, I just want to make sure this has not changed and I didn't miss it. I mean, it could be anything, right? Anything. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So pick of the week, and I was asking some of you earlier if you watched the uh, series Entourage that was on HBO. You did. Um, pick of the week, and I kind of came a little bit late to the game on this, so some people may already know about this, but I feel like a lot of people don't. Um, but in regards to the series Entourage, they have started a podcast called The Victory Podcast with Doug Ellen and Kevin Conley and – uh, Kevin Dillon, and no they started shit. September of 2020, and I'm caught up to about end of March right now. And they're they're doing two things: they're watching the series, so they're discussing episodes, but then they're also having interviews with like, if anybody's a fan of the show, Sloan, who was um, yep, uh, I can't think of her first, uh, Emmanuel Nishikuri. So any of the People that have been on there, they're having interviews. They had Gary Busey, which was freaking fantastic. Oh, the, the, oh it's fantastic. Okay. And they're talking about behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, they're as raw as it gets. Right. And they're also trying to put feelers out there that do they need to do a reboot. A so, reboot? A reboot. Or a sequel. A reboot. Yeah, so a reboot. Okay. Yeah, so. Like a, a whole new entourage? Or a continuation. Not a whole new, but a continuation. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it is, when I say really, really good, it is my favorite podcast right now. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, besides you guys. so Thanks, man. That is Locally, I mean, you're people in my, close to my heart, you know what I mean? When I say favorite podcast, I'm talking about, like, outside world, you know? So, uh, yeah, Victory the Podcast, and, uh, and it's kind of cool. Kevin Conley, who was E on the show, okay, if anybody that watched it. Yeah. He has started his Action Park Media, which he has probably like 20 podcasts. He has a studio and everything. That's his thing now. So he really produces it, and it's really Kevin Dillon and Doug Allen, and Doug Allen was the creator of the show. Uh, But they even have had associate producers in and the people that were casting producers and behind-the-scenes things. Um, And uh, Jeremy Piven interview that went so long that they have two parts to it. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, if you're a fan of the show – this is the shiznit, and it, okay. is, it is awesome. And uh, it goes anywhere between uh, 40 minutes and an hour. So Not too bad. And they, do, okay. uh, they started out just doing once a week, and now they do two a week. They do an episode and then an interview. Right. So, yeah, so that's my pick of the week. Outstanding. Sir. Nice. All right. Well, that is, uh, that's it for episode 128. Thank you for joining us. Please. Visit us back here again next weekend for episode 129. Uh, on behalf of Shazcast, this is Bob. Nick Bader. Say goodbye. Oh, have a good night. Corey. Good night, everyone. 
Jimmy. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming. Peace.